That's so interesting. Ooh, that's interesting. Well, that is very interesting. Please tell me more. Very interesting. Marty, that was very interesting. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to That's So Interesting, the podcast that discusses what we think are objectively interesting things. I'm Graham, and alongside me are Brandon and Brian. But those aren't the only two that are with us this evening. In fact, we have two guests for the first time ever on That's So Interesting. First, we have Ben. How's it going, guys? And we have Christina. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited for them to to join us this evening as we'll be going in uh, to an uh, entirely new topic being housing and some horror stories and some crazy things going on in the world today. And uh, Brandon, Brian, how are you two doing? Oh, as always, doing well. Doing fantastic. I'm excited for the horror stories. I know it's been <laughs> requested, so we are going to deliver. There are apparently so many of these undescribed fans are requesting horror content. <laughs> so we're gonna try and deliver tonight right christina (laughs) right we're gonna try to limit the gory details but horror will definitely be there so forewarning to everybody don't listen to this podcast with your lights off (laughs) or with small children or that's a that's a big call (laughs) nice now (laughs) noise uh yeah so to get into it um, one of the reasons we have Ben on, apart from being our good friend, is uh, Ben, you've had a, a transition into uh, the city of Toronto for your post-undergrad uh, studies, and uh, it wasn't as smooth as I think anyone would have liked. Could, could you tell us what the heck happened? Yeah, it's uh, definitely not what I was expecting and definitely not what I was hoping for. But yeah, uh, myself and the individual that I'm living with, we... We tried to find a place and it didn't work out so well. We eventually, once we got actually moved in there, we realized that the place was infested with some cockroaches and some other sorts of nasty bugs. Noise. Yeah, so it was a bit of a, oh, hey, welcome to Toronto. But here here I thought I was only going to be living with uh, one other person, but it ended up being like over a thousand. (laughs) So like... Okay, so walk me through a little bit. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but walk me through how that first move-in day went. So yeah, you're yeah. super excited. I know there was so much anticipation. You told me that you you booked out the service elevator. Everything was planned. So what? You just show up and there's just cockroaches jumping around everywhere? Yeah, so... so Party! Yeah. One was even wearing a sombrero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hector the the cockroach that was that was the sombrero wearing guy, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I don't I don't know the laws, so I I'm gonna refer to this place as uh, Satan's Palace, just <laughs> because I do not want to get sued. Smart, smart, <laughs> simple as that. No addresses will be discussed today, but ninety two King Street West. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so maybe even just to back it up even further than the moving day. Um, so we just, uh, this, this, this building, they kind of self-advertise the units, uh, just online. Um, so we kind of found it online, we went for a tour and during the tour, there wasn't no, like there was no real signs of, uh, any sort of bug infestation type of thing. Right. So no red flags there. And then, uh, we're like, okay, like it's, it's a good price, good location, sign the lease. And then, uh. The, the day that we moved in, it was, for one, it was uh, it was the Labor Day Monday, 
for starters. And it was late in the day. And it was probably, I don't know if you guys remember Labor Day, but it was like 40 degrees. I swear. I swear to God, 40 degrees outside. It was hot. Oh, it, it was hot. Yeah. And we were going into a no AC uh, unit. So it was extremely warm inside the, the apartment. And then the apartment was facing the west. So all of the sunset was just like glowing inside of our, our apartment. Sounds so, romantic. Yeah, Beautiful. Set, the, set the scene. It was a warm, moving day. Um, but yeah, so we, we finally get our keys. And once we get up to, to our place in Satan's Palace there, it was just like, as soon as you walked in middle of the day, you just saw like five or six bugs just like scurry from the door. was your family there with you when you guys moved in both families yes both families so that that kind of made it even more interesting um so again there there was a few that kind of right off the bat and uh, i know i entered the unit on my own um first so i saw that i was kind of like oh like that's that's gross but you know step on them and okay just carry about my day thinking that that was just like a one-off. You could use them for protein. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And yep. like, I don't know about you guys, but when I think of cockroaches, I think back to like the gigantic ones from Fear Factor back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great throwback. Right, you know what I mean? Like the, those monsters. I, would, I always want to be on Fear Factor for the record. At what? You wouldn't last a yeah, second. At what day would you Are drop you out? Are you kidding? See, that's what you should do the next episode on. Let's do a mock Fear Factor and send Brian in, and then okay, record it. This is your first time on the podcast. You're not the director. <laughs> That's the okay. new murder mystery podcast, right there. Okay. That's the end. We need some coffees. <laughs> I'm on it. Figure it out from Edmonton to Waterloo to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Do my rounds. Sorry, Ben. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So it was just like, it, it, as we were moving this stuff in, and then you saw like the odd one. And then I know, like, during the move-in, uh, someone kind of pulled me aside and they showed me this tissue and they un- unrailed the, unveiled the tissue. It was, like, this mini bug. I was like, oh, that's gross. And then they're like, yeah, it's a, like a baby cockroach type of thing, right? And then so not to mention just how embarrassing, like, you're moving in and then it's just you got family there and then, like, on both sides, family, and then all of a sudden you just, you're having this, this bug issue. Um, but anyway, so then we just move all our stuff in which was which was uh, fine and then just that night once the the lights went out <laughs> even more came out to say hi oh that's the <laughs> worst yeah, did you how feel many them? how many yeah, do you yeah. estimate on average came out to play i want to say like okay so mm-hmm. skipping ahead a bit we we were only there for like like ba- barely a week and like we try to stay out of the apartment as much as possible i probably have like over 150 kills on my shoe. <laughs> oh, that's a sweet kill count. <laughs> right? Forget Tinder. Great kill <laughs> death ratio, too. <laughs> Head on over to Ben's Satan's apartment. Palace. Satan's Palace. Satan's Palace. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so then at nighttime, like, even more came out. And yeah, that was Jesus. that was tough. That's horrible. Yeah, so by the uh, by the end of that week, I got really good at sleeping with the lights on. <laughs> oh, were they were they well, ever in your bed or near your shoes or clothes? No, no. So like I I um the the main point was the kitchen and the bathrooms. So they really like to hang out by the the drains. And then uh, we actually had 
several make a home inside or oven. So like what? No, what? Yeah, so no cooking was done at this place of residence at all. Because And they didn't come in and like exterminate them. They just were like, "Now we don't have a problem." Like you, what you're telling us lies. No, okay. So, okay. <laughs> like how did how did this go down here? Yeah, so then uh, after a few days, it's kind of like, okay, enough is enough. And we started to do some research. A few days. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. A few days? Yeah. No, honestly, a few days because. Like not a few minutes or no, like hours? No, a few, it took a few days, days to realize right? you had a problem. I know. And like you got to, <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Like you got to think too, like we were like the next day going to our separate orientation stuff for, for programs, right? So like we, we were busy with that stuff. We didn't have all day to to be like arguing with these these landlords this management group so anyway a few days later we we are going through online just to like look at like the tenant act and all this stuff to see like what can we do right because after moving in the last thing you want is to start a 365 day countdown to when you can move out Mm -hmm. so it was just like it got to the point after those few days that like you were unable to concentrate you couldn't function like I couldn't do any schoolwork because I was always just staring at the ground, at the the walls, the ceiling, just because every shadow, you think, oh my God, there's another one, there's another one. Most likely, there was another one. Did you, did you know that cockroaches can live for a week without their heads? Well, that's why I squish their guts. So if they can't have guts, then who cares about the head? And like, are? this isn't just some random week in the summer. Like, this is the first week of your master's program. Oh, I know. It, yeah. It, it's, like if that wasn't already enough, you yeah. know, to ha- kind of have on your plate, you're moving in, you're trying to transition to a new city, to a new school, place that you're unfamiliar with. And now all of a sudden you have this extremely terrible experience at home. Oh, it was brutal. Like, I, like you guys know, I'm not from an overly, like my, my hometown's less than 100,000 people, right? So going to Toronto at 3.6 or whatever million, like that's a big, that's a big jump. And then, That's a you know, like, huge you, culture yeah, shock. You hit it. You hit it so well, Brandon. And just like, yeah, like I had uh, other stuff going on. So the last thing you want is now to deal with all these these cockroaches in your in your apartment, right? So uh, yeah, eventually we just drafted a letter and sent it to the management group that said like this is unacceptable. Like we're our, our physical health, our mental health is all suffering, so on and so forth, and just basically is describing that we want to terminate our contract and go our separate ways type of thing. And I was honestly thinking that I was like, oh, like there's no way this is going to go through. They're going to like say, well, too bad you signed the contract. But uh, luckily they, without much resistance, they kind of agreed. And a few days later we had all our checks back and awesome. we were moving out, you know, that's crazy. You probably had the tightest tuck on your bed sheets. Okay. I, so my life. <laughs> Did you throw out your bed? No, like everything has been like washed, exterminated, everything. Like. Did you make them pay for it? Sorry, I'm asking so many questions. I'm so interested. Okay. Right okay. Yeah. On a side story. A side story to that is like a few days into it, when we first told them like, this is a disgusting issue, they actually set up a. Uh, a spray an exterminator to come in and spray and so we couldn't be in the unit that whole day and then when we came back the next came back the next day there was like at least i don't know like 
a few dozen, if not a bit more, of just dead full size cockroaches just laying everywhere oh. on the kitchen counter oh, so, like on in, the floor. so they killed them they just didn't do the sweep test no yeah in the bathtub sinks it's noise. like an interactive exhibit at the rom oh <laughs> <laughs> now does that mean that the cockroaches are all over that building oh 100 percent. like because and that was part of my argument it was like it was not just in the unit but they were in the walls they were in the stairwell like they were everywhere so it's not a unit problem Ooh. it's a in build. your pasta probably if i ate there they would have been wow so yeah it uh bad news bears for sure that's wild so are you less afraid of cockroaches now that you know what they're capable of or more i want to say less just be like because there were so many of them you just like it sounds morbid but you just got used to them being there and yeah for sure and, like for the most part now like before you guys would know like i don't do well with spiders but now I see a spider, I'm like, I got that, and I'll kill it with my bare hand. He's like, I ain't afraid of no ghost. No, like, I could do the whole naked and afraid, no problem now. <laughs> so, hold on. So, you're telling me that you can sleep with the lights off now? I can sleep with them on or off. <laughs> but now off because I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> Something that the normal person achieves is around age uh, three or four benjamin has achieved <laughs> at approximately age 23 well done ben that's right <laughs> no that that is crazy though uh and so we're happy that you have a, a new lease in place now that you'll be able to move into and hopefully just shift everything behind um yeah yeah no, quite to literally have a new lease on life yeah oh, honestly it's like this is it's been a, like literally a life lesson and I can't say enough. Just whenever you're finding a new place to live, just to, uh, do the due diligence of making sure it's it's an actual good place. And uh, yeah, be careful with their kids. That's all I can say. Yeah, and that's like, so interesting. See the like, unit that you're actually going to live into, live in. What's that? Sorry, Brian. Like, go and actually see the unit. Like, did you see the unit that you were going to live in when you went and visited? Yeah, like, no, like, it was toured, right? And at the time... The act- yeah, like, the exact same unit? Like, that, that unit, yes. Like, it, it was toured, and there, at that point, there was no signs of anything, right? So then you were like... That's crazy. Hmm. And then, uh, yeah, there were, there were signs once we got there. <laughs> the management group paid <laughs> off the cockroaches that day to stay quiet and out of the way. Yeah, well, it was, they probably yeah. went through and got rid of them before you guys showed up. Yeah, it was. A, they sent them to Disneyland. Yeah, a vacation day. Hmm. That's yeah. crazy. I wonder if, it, like, I wonder if that was kind of that situation was kind of accelerated because of how warm it had been in the city. Maybe, like, maybe. Generally speaking, you don't think of there being cockroaches in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Well, from what I've been reading online now, like, I think cockroaches is a fairly common issue in toronto and maybe and maybe, maybe not, it's a bigger city type yeah, deal maybe not for like the the new you know like 30 40 story uh, condos going up but any of like the right. older buildings i think it's a, a more common issue than than you might uh, believe wow which is terrifying all, all on its own yeah okay so i'll, I'll transition from this experience to a different experience that you got to live through having a different type of animal living inside your walls. Oh God. 
Yeah, maybe it's so, me. Maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe you brought them with you. <laughs> I'm dirty. So dirty. I think I was living. I must have been living in Orlando at this time. And where Christina wasn't living at home either, were you? I was in Asia. Yeah. So Christina was overseas. So it was just you, Jen, and Sarah, right? Plus, Who were there? plus the sublets, yeah. Oh, plus the two sublets. Okay. So you're gonna have to again. I don't, you're gonna have to do a lot of storytelling, but. Remind me, we had a raccoon living in our walls? Yeah, we had a raccoon roommate for, honestly, like, this is sad, but, like, honestly, I think it was over a month. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right? That's so cool. Um, So, to set the scene, it was fall term uh, 2017. So, last fall. This time last year. Yeah, that's legit. And, um, uh, yeah, so, like, at night time kind of like as it just got it got dark outside you would hear scratches kind of like on the oh, at the at that point we thought it was on the roof right and so the the group of us that were living in the house at the time we were like what is that noise like like what is that it must be an animal of some sort right or at first we thought it was someone living on the like upstairs someone in the room like dragging their bed across the <laughs> ground or or something <laughs> Right, because of course you're not gonna. Oh, that sound must be a raccoon. Obviously, like you don't Just think doing, that like, way. Slide yeah. pushes at night. Yeah, Jen must have been doing like some sort of cardio exercise or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, so after a while, like the the scratches kind of became more from the walls rather than from above, and then uh, we. Uh, mm-hmm. How did that go? I'm trying to remember now. It was one night. Um, actually, no, I think, uh, Christina, your dad came up and he put the siding back on the, the piece of siding that fell off of the house. He reattached it. <laughs> right. And then later that, so uh, I guess to paint the picture again is that there was uh, a bit of a hole, let's say if the siding came off. So the raccoon must've gotten down in and that's how they got into the wall. Cause at one point, the, the worst night, uh, it was in like the side back room closet and you could hear it and if you put if you put your hand against the wall you could feel it move and scurrying right so it fell down into the wall of the closet wow stranger things anyone but no kidding Hmm. no kidding um so anyway so then uh, christine's dad came he reattached the siding because he didn't see the animal um and went okay like it's it's gone it can't get back in now perfect and then we, the next night or a night later, whenever we heard the scratching and we were like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like, <laughs> is there an entire family living with us? Um, so then we actually went uh, and stuck our heads out of the second story window in Jen's room, <laughs> right? And I swear to God, we had a flashlight and we flashed it where we heard the scratching coming from. And you could see the paw of this raccoon. So the raccoon was trapped inside. And it was like clawing at the siding that was reattached. Wow. From the inside. So hold on. You're talking about the, the little crawl space area in Jen's room? No, no, no. So like, um, you know how if you stuck your head out of Jen's window, you there was like, uh, what would you call it? it? It was like a roof. Like, because there was like the roofs were at different levels. Yeah. Right. So right there. And then there was this under Jen's window. There was a few pieces of siding. Okay. And then it was right there where the siding came off and then when it was reattached, the, the raccoon was still there. 
and it was like you could see it it was like a horror film right like the hand was just like clawing trying to get out it was disturbing that's wild oh my gosh that's crazy yeah yeah long story short we we the siding came off and we didn't hear about it again so we're hoping it's living a happily ever after life somewhere so wreck or raccoon or cockroach is cockroaches raccoon or cockroaches ben oh a raccoon yeah everyone else oh raccoon Raccoon well if the raccoon's in the walls like that's different if the raccoon's running around my place at night i don't know how i feel yeah it's It's like a dog i would take the raccoon any day there's only one of them. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. train it. You can. There's I don't know. no chance. You're gonna get rid of it, Christina. <laughs> no, I'm with Christina. I would love to have a pet raccoon. I think that would make such a great pet. <laughs> I don't know. People have weird pets these days. What would you name People it? People have pet pigs. Yeah, well, a pig can't claw your face off. And pigs also aren't nocturnal. Like <laughs> raccoons would be up and playing when you're asleep. That'd be the worst domestic pet well, ever. Well, so are little babies. Graham, what would you pick? <laughs> uh, I'm with raccoon as well. Um, yeah, mostly just because I feel like I could train it to like perform B and E's. For those of our listeners who don't know, I'm not talking about bacon and eggs. I'm talking about breaking <laughs> and entering. Uh, so See, horror. I like it. You know that way. You know they can't question. You got a badass side. A hundred percent. You know, there's something a lot of people don't know about me. But um, if we were, <laughs> if we, it's the hair. You hide the secrets. If we in were the hair. able to train the raccoon, even if it gets caught, what are you gonna do? Question the raccoon? No, it's you can't lead it back to me. Like it's perfect. So yeah, that yeah. that's just my perspective on it. But. I'm moving in with you, Greg. <laughs> or no, both of us are moving back into the hub. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right on. Um, so in terms of like, we've, we've had some raccoons here. We've had some uh, some cockroaches. What about roommates, folks? Like what, what type of roommates have we had that we might not have liked? I mean, full disclosure, we may have a couple people on this podcast that had lived together before. <laughs> <laughs> maybe everybody <laughs> except for two of us yeah. <laughs> and one basically lived there anyways so <laughs> what do we have to say about like some horror stories with roommates or some really like crappy situations but then i'm also gonna punt to the team is what is kind of one or two pieces of wisdom that you can pass on to our listeners that regardless of the situation that you're in, like how you can kind of deal with it, like uh, whether that's a mindset or like actions or um, a way to, you know, stick to your space, like give them some sort of piece of advice that they can take back to deal with their crappy, crappy roommates. So I, I have a story uh, actually to, to lead it off. Uh, and this is all the way back on my first co-op. Uh, my first co-op was in Regina, Saskatchewan. A beautiful time to, to be uh, in in the country or in the province from January to April. Saskatchewan winters oh, are a fantastic story. Fantastic. Sorry, um, but uh, aside from that, I was living with like many other U Waterloo co-op <laughs> students who were who had the same position as I did, and being the economical fellow that I am, I decided to split the master bedroom, which had been turned into like a dorm style room, basically. So it was like the the master bedroom price split in half, which to me sounded fantastic. Um, and so it was, 
except that there was someone living with me. And so the person living with me, uh, we'll call him Jebediah, or Jeb for short. <laughs> Jeb. <laughs> All right, the Bible here. Jeb, um, he was really fascinated with my, uh, I don't know how to even describe it, just my sleep cycle. Like when oh, I wake no. up, just because at the time, uh, and I've gotten worse for this, but like I just wouldn't set an alarm, but I'd still wake up on time. I don't know. He was really fascinated by that. Um, but he would start. Wait, 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 wait. You don't set no. alarms? What? No. That's risky. I like to live life you... dangerously. <laughs> Have you ever been late to work? No. Well, like, oh yes, but not because I've slept in. <laughs> Oh my god! And to be clear, this isn't that's like the craziest thing I've ever. This heard. is like assuming that's a horror story in amongst itself. Okay, okay, okay. No, this is, is to be clear on a night in which like I'm going to bed to get a full night's sleep. If I'm if I'm Still, like turning in no at chance. one or two a.m. or something, like yeah, I'll 100 percent set an alarm. Um, other times it's just like optional. Anyway, obviously you're fascinated by this too, Brian. Um, it, this uh, Jebediah was super into it, uh, and he just noticed, I guess, because he would often go to bed after me, that I was a very deep sleeper. Like it, um, I wouldn't wake up from at least a little bit of noise or whatever. And so, and I know this because he told our other roommates this, and then they told me because they thought it was a little odd. Um, he would like test to see how deep of a sleeper I was. <laughs> so all, like all I know, obviously I don't know the details cause I'm a deep sleeper. Didn't wake up. Um, he like, it involved like blowing on me. Like, I, like, Oh no. Nice. Um, that's, that's what we call a, a bro job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I wish it didn't happen, but it did. Uh, and and then definitely also apparently like poking. I unfortunately I don't know where. <laughs> also called a bro <laughs> job. <laughs> but in my in my second year when I was living through a Saskatchewan winter, I had Jebediah in my room, invading my personal space while I was unconscious, and that was my roommate story there you go did you ever like call call him out honestly i didn't because by the time he finally got comfortable to start doing his experiments his business his business by the time i found out about it it was a couple weeks left and i honestly hadn't i like i didn't have any like like i didn't i hadn't experienced it personally because he never actually woke me up um, but like, I believe it because I've just, I knew I had known Jebediah for four months at that point, And he, that was like just a Jeb thing to do. And my, like the roommates confirmed it as well. So I, I decided to be, did a, he do it to them? What's that? Did he do it to them too? I, as far as I know, no, he did not open their doors in the middle of the night and go into their bedrooms. Um, but too obviously bad. I can't confirm because apparently I'm a heavy sleeper. Did he ever like take blood or anything? Great question. I see this is the whole problem. As far as I know, I have both kidneys, but who can really tell? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you didn't lose your shit, to be honest with you. I would have absolutely RKO'd that Jeb dude and sent him out the window if I ever found out that he was like doing shit to me in the middle of the night. I would have lost my nut. Wait, what? <laughs> Maybe we'll work on phrasing with that one, but I, I totally get your perspective. Well, he was, he was, he was, he was giving me a bro job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, so yeah, obviously wow. in that case, you're too nice. Not worth the, not worth the room discount there. And yeah, I'm too nice. Uh, I wasn't even passive aggressive about it, which I regret because I love being petty. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> It is what it is. Uh, I, yeah, back to you guys, though. Um, Christina, Brandon, do you guys have any crazy stories or just, like, fun, interesting ones? I'll settle for that. Well, I've got, like, does anyone remember, well, I guess before using pseudonyms, my roommate in first year um, who almost burned our place down? Yep. Yeah, tell that story. <laughs> oh, Brian, have you heard this? No, I don't think so. So this must have been, so we were living in CLV and they're like townhouse style residences. So unlike a typical dorm where it's two people sharing a room on a floor, we were living in like this little townhouse, um, four bedroom, everybody had their own walls. So I didn't have to run the risk of having anybody do experiments on, on me while I was sleeping. Nice, valuable. Um, Too bad. Oh, extremely. I think it, I think it really helped my sanity to know that uh, I was sharing the walls with myself. Um, but anyways, we have this roommate who we're going to call Nate, who, and this must've been towards the end of the term, but some background on Nate, he is an, ex- he was an exchange student, or I guess still is an exchange student from out of the country. So I think originally from Nepal. Um, so he would call home all the time, but obviously there's a massive time difference between Ontario and Nepal. So Oftentimes, I would be woken up at three or four in the morning from his engaging Skype calls. Um, but yeah, towards the end of the term, I'm sleeping and I'm woken up by this massive alarm and it's the fire alarm. And this must have been like three or four in the morning. So it's just going crazy. <laughs> so I wake up and like, I don't know what it is. At first, I thought it was maybe from another unit because it's it's a bunch of townhouses strung together. So at first, I thought there's no way that it's my house. I don't see smoke in my room. Like, I don't know. I could, there was no other way for me to tell that it wasn't a fire alarm. Maybe all the fire alarm, you know, all the alarms are linked so that if one unit goes, all the units in that kind of that mm-hmm. row of 10 are set off and then everyone goes out. So this alarm is going and I'm, I'm rushing to get clothes on and, and get up and go. So I open the door and all four rooms are on the, on the second floor. And then on the first floor was our living room, kitchen and kind of like common area. And there's Jeb. Nate. On <laughs> it's Nate. Jeb and Nate are friends. So I, so I open the door <laughs> to get onto the landing of our second floor and it's just smoke everywhere. I like, I, I could, I couldn't, describe or or picture anything more real um than that so i there's no other i'm not going to jump out the window but clearly there's something going on in our in our kitchen or there's a fire somewhere 
So I walked downstairs through the smoke, and by this time, my other two roommates um, had gotten up and out of their doors because of the alarm. And we walked downstairs through this like thick, thick smoke. Um, eventually, go outside because that's what you're supposed to do in a fire. But we noticed that there's no flames anywhere, um, but there's still smoke. So we go back inside and go into the kitchen and lo and behold there's a pot a normal pot probably about i don't know halfway filled up with black pasta so nate who we later discovered because the other two roommates were asleep had left his i guess he got home early in the or late in the morning or early in the morning late at night and decided to make some some pasta so he got out the old pot, got some pasta in a pot, and left it there. So I guess all the water had evaporated, and eventually the pasta just all decided to burn, which set up the alarm. Um, later, we found that Nate was still in the room. So he had passed out, <laughs> leaving the pot on, and slept through the entire fire alarm. Because at this point, our, our Dawn is there, and she's checking in on us and making sure we're okay, and we're trying to figure out where he is. And then we were able to get the alarm off. The fire department shows up, and we go up to his room, and he's there, sleeping. Wow. Through the whole thing. That's awesome. Wow. Crazy. Like when yeah, he's... Graham, he beats you, and have you Yeah, I think at some point in there, I'd wake up. I like to think you would have woken up during a fire alarm. But yeah, I mean, uh, it was uh, it was crazy. But that's probably the uh, the weirdest roommate story that I have. The rest of you guys were pretty good to live with. And Brandon, what what's it like having? Um, well, what what was it like living in the house of the person you're dating? I mean, we're still together. <laughs> good so answer because they don't live together anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i guess to give context so for for three years um ben jen sarah christina and i all lived in the same house on and off and i say on and off because we were all over the place for different co-ops and stuff but for the large majority we we're all living there together yeah i don't know Christina and I were pretty civil. I don't know how it was for the rest of you guys. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Towards the end of our university careers, everyone else picked up other significant others who ended up living at uh, at the house pretty much just as often. Um, yeah, I don't know. Christina, what was it, uh, what was it for you? No, it was, was so it fun. A, was it a fun? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we don't want those sorts of details. Uh, Christina, <laughs> did you ever have to like go and be a loan shark and like, well, where's the rent for this month, Brandon? <laughs> no, I remember something. Something happened in one of the You're years. You're gonna have to pay for that. And I was like, Brandon. <laughs> oh, the biggest debate was always about. So our programs ended in April, but oh, Christina yeah. always wanted us to sign a twelve-month lease. So. And, and we knew this from like first year presentations about living off campus that as long as you've signed a full year lease and you're living in a residence and you've paid, 
you are legally allowed to continue living in a residence as long as you pay monthly. That's only you. You're a big nerd like that. I knew that. You okay, did your but research. <laughs> well, they told us that. That's the law. They're like they can't make you. They can't make you move out as long as you're paying the same rate you paid in your last lease. So Christina and I would go back on this all the time. Of course, she owned the house, so she was the landlord, and therefore, she, you know, for financial stability, it made sense for her to sign one-year leases all the time to keep things consistent. Well, for us. It didn't make sense to sign a one-year lease if we were only going to be there for eight months. So I always said, Bryn, if you don't want to sign a 12-month lease, I'm breaking up with you right now. <laughs> wow. And he signed a 12-month lease. And here we are. <laughs> no, we didn't. We ended up signing an eight-month lease. The last year because, because I said it, not because you said it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, no, it's, it's all good. It's been fun. <laughs> cool. But no, towards the end, I mean, like, Throughout the entire time, actually, on and off, there's always been someone with a boyfriend or a girlfriend yeah. practically living with us, too. Yeah, and so, even Graham sometimes. And even Graham, <laughs> which is just a third in our relationship. So yes. it's kind of nice. It's more convenient. We both save on gas living in the same place. Yeah. It was a good setup, too. Like, just to add into that, it's like there was never house drama, no conflict. If anything, it was always like you would get mad at someone because they did your dishes, you know? Like it was just overall, it was a really good, good setup. That was a thing. That was definitely a thing that happened. Oh, one hundred percent. Hanging with Jill. <laughs> From um, working and living in a lot of different places, I think I've had almost like twenty roommates. Yeah, we were trying I to count say. how many people had lived at the hub, and it was like well, the hub alone, but like people I've actually shared a room with, probably like close to eight. A room or a house, and then a room. Because on the cruise, I had four. Yeah, so in hold Turkey, on. I had hold a few. On. Tell us, like, you lived on a cruise ship for yes. four months. Yes. How was that for a student? So I had... Tell uh, us some stuff about that. How, what was that like? Well, luck, like, I was very lucky to have good roommates all the way through. I think I had four or five roommates on the ship. Um, so every few weeks or every month, I would switch. Mostly because people's contracts start and end at different times. Um but my last roommate, or my second last roommate, I requested. So you can request to live with your friends if you want. So I was with someone who stole a lot. And then I requested to move in with my friend. Um, but other than that, I never had any issues. Nothing creepy. I mean, we had bunk beds, and it was very small. So you would think a lot could go wrong, but... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Were you whoa, top whoa, or whoa. bottom? Did you say... Oh, bunk beds. I thought you said bug beds instead of bed bugs. And I didn't want to I didn't want to <laughs> no. let that slide. <laughs> Never had Digger those. Deeping. <laughs> Digger deeping. <laughs> Never had those. <laughs> Good. No. I'm happy for you. Bug beds. Yeah, right on. And Brian, what uh, what was it like living with the friends and roommates now compared to living with Shannon? Oh, yeah. Uh, so you're living with your uh, your partner in crime? Yes. She's having a nap on the couch as we speak. <laughs> Just a sweet little angel she is. <laughs> she gonna listen to um, us? No, I don't think so. I actually think she is sleeping. Oh, you don't have to play her up. Um, and so, no, I had a, I don't know. I probably went through. We were a house of four. Went through like six, no, probably seven different roommates over the years. Seven or eight different roommates over the years that kind of cycled through. It was only me and uh, a buddy of mine, Ian, who stayed there. Um, from start to finish but uh, we had some experiences um, to say the least we had some mouse problems for a little bit there 
where we went on a killing streak of Stuart Little. <laughs> um, poor Stuart and all of Stuart's family are dead. Um, I apologize to any of those vegans or uh, save the mice people, but their pee and poop is disgusting. So we killed them. Um, they did. Um, I had a burning of the house story as well. A roommate of mine decided to... Uh, um, this will be my piece of advice as uh, point as well as a roommate of mine didn't really know how to cook. And uh, they ended up taking a frozen chicken thigh, <laughs> turning the stove on high. <laughs> and we had like a 1980s, 80s, 1990s stove, like the oiled coil yeah. rings, like Kenmore, like when Kenmore used to be popular, um, that type of stove, full on dials, no digital. Uh, so the rings were piping hot and tossed in this frozen chicken breast or chicken sorry chicken thigh with about two cups of barbecue sauce wait, wait hold on right on the coils like a no like no an right in a, in a pan in a pan that would have been next level <laughs> on the coils sorry yeah that would have been just stupid um <laughs> and we watched the smoke happened immediately <laughs> and char and char and char some more and about, I don't know, a, a minute 30 flash grill on either side, takes it off, <laughs> cuts it open and it's still frozen. Uh-huh. Um, and may have or may not have, I may be exaggerating this part of the story, proceeds to ask if, if it's okay to eat. Um, <laughs> So that was, that roommate was awesome. Um, we had our adventures. And the one thing that, the piece of advice that I'll say is like, if something that a roommate is doing is like really bothering you or like they keep setting the fire alarm off because they don't know how to cook or, you know, maybe trying to cook eggs in the, the microwave for uh, 45 minutes instead of 45 oh. seconds. Wow. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound too hypothetical. Uh, teach them. And have a conversation and help them learn those skills because I think, like, whatever it is, it's always better to try to teach somebody instead of just getting frustrated. And that's something that I regret that I did. I just kind of got frustrated and then made fun of um, instead of being like, hey, let's have a conversation and figure out how this works. Uh, I feel like for everybody's health and safety, it would have went a long way. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Other than that, yeah, other than that, though, like, moving or living with like arguably all of my best friends throughout sorry guys um (laughs) university um was was a really unique experience because i got to you know experience time with all of my close friends that i had i shouldn't say all of but of certain close friends that i had and then be able to live with them i think is a different experience um it brings you to a whole new level of comfort and uh you know, lots of puking together on the balconies, uh, and watering the gardens, uh, you know, stomping at night, playing, keeping each other up until 4am, 5am, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, it's all in good fun. Maybe getting the cops called on you a couple of times, but, uh, now, you know, I moved out of student housing for the first time in my life, uh, Big boy in the last, like six years. And now I'm, into like a full adult apartment with uh you know updated appliances granite countertops like actual kitchen table adult bills uh, 
Yeah, adult bills as well, all inclusive <laughs> rent. So that's always a plus. Um, but it's been good. Like it's a really good transition. I feel like at the time that it happened was perfect in order for, you know, kind of move on to the next stage of life where you still want to get a little rowdy on the weekends and maybe still water the garden, puking off your balcony. But at the same time, during the week, take life a little bit seriously, do some dishes, um, you know, not live in a pigsty like I notoriously did. I, for those listeners, I was the famous person to never do my dishes ever, at least within like 48 hours of me using a dish. Um, yeah, but very did you self- not have a dishwasher? Oh, no, we did. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when I say like I didn't do dishes, like our dishes would just pile up on the counter. Like it wasn't hard to do. I make no excuses for myself. I just, I didn't do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not until, for everyone. Oh, my <laughs> My big thing was like... Oh, over 48 hours, then I would get to them because I would probably need to use that dish again. Um, but my lovely roommate, Jill, who moved in about two years ago, apparently could not stand that habit and continuously reminded of me or reminded me that I never did my dishes, but then would do them for them, for me. So the They never, never learn really if got, you do it for it, you. It never really got solved. My dishes still didn't get done. <laughs> And then Jill would just do them for me and then yell at me for not doing my dishes. So that went on for two years. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I do my dishes now. I try to keep the place clean because it's, it's an adult place. But I'll be open and honest. Don't do your dishes, folks. Let your roommates do them for you. <laughs> it worked for two years. So on the... Oh, man. I, <laughs> on... I cannot stand when my roommates don't do their dishes. And this isn't this is an experience living away from from the hub but coming home and having a sink full of dishes with no dishwasher so you need to use the sink what's this only solution is do the dishes like oh it's the most aggravating thing but of course you don't want to start roommate conflict so good on jill for like telling you but bad on you for not even correcting your behavior no but i i want to be very frank like i outlined 48 hours and i'll get to them like that that was my own personal standard and like i'm not talking it wasn't pans or like communal items like a lot of it was like plates and cutlery and like cups and like coffee cups and stuff um that like i primarily use just myself so like i think that there needs to be a little give in that situation that if somebody's open and honest about how long they take to do their dishes well then like give them the 48 hours and then yell at them. as long as communication like, is high that's- yeah, and I'm always open about that. You know, 48 <laughs> hours, that's my rule. That's you legit. sound like a TA answer. Well, that's my, rule. About that. my rule has changed now. <laughs> so, did you make that change or did someone force you to make that change? No, I made the change. I think it was because the house is nicer. So, yeah. you don't want like a nice house looking like shit because you just didn't do your dishes. Whereas in a student house, you're like, it already doesn't look great. Like I had holes in our ceiling from some flooding that happened. Um, oh, we had a good flooding story at the hub. Uh-huh. Stuart Little happened, right? Uh-huh. So all of this, you're like, ah, this place is just more of a student house than anything else. Do you think you had a mice problem because there was dirty dishes all the time? No. <laughs> no we, had a, we had a mice problem because we had a shed in our backyard that the floor was rotted out of and so they lived in there in the winter or no they lived in there in the summer sorry and then in the winter when it got too cold they found their way inside the house because they wanted somewhere else to go Mm. you spoke to them no but i have the evidence in the shed (laughs) to this day (laughs) (laughs) 
Fair so enough. on the topic, so oh, go ahead. Well, just saying, you brought up the living with great friends. I think. Do you find that there's this myth around not living with friends and family that you don't want to ruin those relationships by living with friends? Because sometimes I've heard people say that that you don't want to live with your best friends because you'll drift away. But I think it's the I I think it's the opposite. I'd much rather live with my friends. Um. I haven't heard that before. Oh, really? You've never heard I, I, anyone say I, like, that? I've definitely heard that. Like, that was, like, a risk moving to university when I lived in first year with three friends from high school. It's like, ooh, how's it going to go? Are you still going to be friends? How did it go? Oh, we bought a house together, so it's decent. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, but I think part of it is, like, you get to know somebody so well from living with them that that's what ruins relationships, I think, more so than anything else. Like, if you can live with somebody and get how they function 24-7 and respect that, regardless if you like it or not, but not cause, like, drama or anything, that's that's what makes friendships last. But if you... Um, I feel like it cuts all the petty stuff out because you have nothing to hide. Like you can't wear your makeup. You can't put on your face. Like you can't pretend to be somebody that you aren't when you only see somebody for like even four hours a day or six hours a day. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> see them at your worst points of puking and watering the garden. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Are those, are those exclu- like exclusive tasks or by puking on the garden, you're also watering the garden. Oh, 100%. When you puke over the railing into your garden, you are watering the garden. So that's that's the innovation that only university students can come up with. Yeah. <laughs> like normal, simple folk would puke and then water their garden separately. But you had the ingenuity <laughs> to do both and at it, the same time. It that's was also called friend. a garden because, yes, we had some plants in there. But there was a short period of time where we didn't have a green bin. Oh, so no. All of our expired or like leftover <laughs> food or cores or whatever would go into our garden. Um, specifically, more so during the winter time when really no biodegradation was going to happen, but it still went there. Uh, so that's how it got the nickname of the garden until our landlord came by and told us to smarten up. Wow. But he laughed as well. So it was cool. We were cool. <laughs> Said you guys aren't 21. Grow up. Um, well, we probably were at the time. <laughs> Still grow up. Uh, but yes, folks, that is how you seek ultimate efficiencies is by puking in your gardens. All right. Good to know. Pro tip. And then you don't dirty your bathroom either. Like, let's be serious. You don't dirty a bathroom or anything of the sort. You're just heave ho, away you go. <laughs> yeah, right on. You're a hero. Um, really quick for everyone. What's like a roommate pet peeve that you have? What's something that is one of the most annoying things for you to experience as someone who lives in a shared space? Ben, what's your pet peeve? Uh, to be honest, the first thing that popped in my head, especially in winter, but still applies in summer, is when walk in the door and then shoes come off right there. Oh. You know, like, it's like... If there's a if there's a, a shoe mat, put it there. Like it's not it's not rocket science. Because then the next poor guy that comes waltzing in is tripping over shoes, or in the winter time, he s- takes off his shoes and steps in a puddle of 
slush. Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, wet sock. Oh. Graham called me that as an insult once. <laughs> I thought it was a compliment. Always an insult. Nobody likes a wet sock, folks. Yeah, so I think that's mine. <laughs> so as soon as you get in the house, that's the first thing for me. Christina, what about you? What if the uh, what if the mats are full then? Then where do you go? So, I don't know. Double up. Start stacking. Yeah, because okay, somebody's no. shoe on that mat's got to be dry. Just move the dry shoe. And the other thing, yeah, that's that's a strategy. But then the other thing too is that like, and like, if there's any Birkenstocks in the in the main area in February, <laughs> not pointing anyone out. <laughs> no, that's why I'm saying Birkenstocks. I'm not saying names. Those have got to go. Yo, I wear Birkenstocks <laughs> in the winter. Like, don't yeah. like in the house? Don't even. No, no. Outside, inside, you name it, I wear them. Like, okay, well then. They you got to run to the car with Birkenstocks. Go get gas. You wore your Birkenstocks. We would have like 18 pairs of Birkenstocks. No, but Ben, you know why? Because when we all moved out, there was one pair left. And I said, that's Jen's. Jen said, that's Sarah's. Sarah said, that's Christina's. So we had one pair there probably for three years sitting in our there. front. No, no, I took them. <laughs> but, but nobody knew who they were they were just sitting there taking up space the whole time well, that just proves my point then there should have been better communication exactly. to just say we're gonna Shut up. we're gonna pitch christina we're gonna pitch these or yours? give them to the raccoon <laughs> yes yeah right christina what's yours um probably when you come home and all the lights are on but no one's home is that no, that's just because you're bills? a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably because I have to pay for that. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so hold on. That's that's what she says. So she's staying with me in Edmonton, and I'm in a studio apartment. Okay, so I go, <laughs> so I go out to class one day, and uh, I leave, and it's like ten in the morning. Okay, so I get back home, and uh, all the lights are on. Like mind you, this if I get back home, it's it's twelve thirty. It's lunchtime. And, <laughs> daylight she's got the windows open all of my lights are on because we watched the purge the night before so yeah, obviously. But it's too- <laughs> that's different it's 12 30 and you're complaining about the lights the only reason you're complaining about the lights because you had to pay for the electricity no because no one was home it's bad for the earth anyway that's oh, mine somebody's home all the lights can be on and then it's okay that's my roommate advice always yeah turn no the that's fair leave. we're all inclusive here and like i always try to turn the lights off before i leave even though yeah, we don't pay Yeah, okay, but like, how often I did you come home it. in four years living with us and the lights were on? Okay, this isn't like a, a, a personal thing here. Yeah, don't get offended. <laughs> don't get upset. <laughs> no, this is actually when I lived with the girls, which I loved living with them. But this another quick another house burning. Another quick <laughs> burning down the house story. Um, all the girls, it was homecoming. And I was I think I was doing fun run and then I was going to meet them at Laurier Homecoming. So I ran home quickly to change and they were already out and I come home. The stove is on. They've already been gone for half an hour. All of the pans are still on the stove. All of the lights are on. The music's still on. Of course, they're all drinking and out. So I turned it off quickly and then went and joined them. Wow. Almost lost the house the that day. The stove or the oven? The stove, the stove top. All four elements. Was anything nothing on? on? Just the pans. <laughs> pans with nothing in the Does pans. Does the pans are so no, Gotta keep them Probably. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep them warm wow yeah Graham, what's yours <laughs> uh, i was thinking about this I, I i think the one that i think more uniquely bother bothers me is just when roommates have people over for like multiple days consecutively without, 
like communicating with the rest of the house. And so all of a sudden, so and so shows up and is there for like we're talking like three to four days minimum. And so then it's just all of a sudden like a shared space with another person. Uh, maybe it's just because I, I don't think you would have liked it at our house very much. What about three to four months? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we love hey. it. We wanted um, a nine-person house all along. I did. <laughs> but I, okay, you're talking about me, right? Oh no! no. Oh no no no! no, no. no. Like, oh well, yeah, I guess so. We're talking like girlfriends and boyfriends, right, but, but that's but what's but ideal yeah, for me. I would argue with that. There is a general sort of assumption or, or communication on some level that like it's inevitable that so and so like will come over and stay over at x or y time absolutely whereas yeah. this is just like you know more unfamiliar like you know Western. just yeah just because i don't always necessarily live with friends it's often just like a roommate situation to whoever signs our lease and so then it's like just other people in the space and, and that sort of thing um which mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I think it's just a little bit more frustrating for me because I'm very routine-based, uh, especially on the weekdays and that sort of thing. And so if something gets in the way of my oatmeal, like, <laughs> head's going to roll. Um, Gwumpy gwam. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I think just that sort of thing. The other one is just, like, when people don't stay accountable for, like, cleaning public spaces in the house. But I think that's pretty universal. 48 hours. <laughs> 48 hours. What, yeah, my, my thing is I get really stubborn about it. And so if if I feel like no one else is putting the, in the effort, my effort or willingness to like contribute to that sort of thing will drop off drastically just because I'm, I'm stubborn about that sort yeah. of thing. And then it just spirals out of control because that's just what happens. But yeah, yeah. it is what it is. And it goes back to that whole like you don't want to – you don't want to – create conflict yeah but i also don't want to be the one person doing everything so therefore i just won't hey graham hey, right. did you not was it this summer you had uh some barbecue sauce drippage on the floor do you know what i'm talking about with that <laughs> Ooh, what are you talking about uh i don't know if this is a metaphor for oh. something no, 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 no. I remember. Okay, I yeah, yeah. Right. There actually was like, yeah, some sauce like kicked on, yeah, in the, in the tile floor in the kitchen. Yeah, good memory. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were hinting at something. Um, yeah, no, exactly. And that's a great example because someone was cooking something with barbecue sauce and it wasn't me. And I would have really hoped <laughs> that whoever was doing that would have just uh, tidied up after themselves. But instead, our, my guest, aka Ben, had to come over and see dried barbecue sauce on the kitchen floor, which is terribly embarrassing. So, yeah, but an example of the stubborn uh, lengths that I'll go to. Right, and you're just saying that if it was you cooking and you spilled barbecue sauce on the floor, you wouldn't have wasted that sauce. <laughs> exactly. You get down there, <laughs> God gave you a tongue for a reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poppy! <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's it? What's your pet peeve? Um, I think my own, my only one. Actually, I have two. That's a lie. I have two. Is <laughs> uh, people who don't know how to cook, 
is one. Um, and I'm working on that. But like who not like don't know how to cook, but like are dangerous in their cooking where they're like, here's raw chicken. It's cooked. Go and eat it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that trend that was going around on the Internet for a while that was like, I'm eating chicken sashimi. It's like, no, <laughs> that is not a thing. Like you die from that. Yeah. Like get your shit yep. together. Uh, not from like a flavor perspective or any of that sort. It's more so safe cooking. Big pet peeve of mine to watch people not do that properly. Um, but my number one that takes the cake is the thermostat. Ooh. If it, oh Are you just, one of those guys? Shannon just burst out laughing on the couch. Um, <laughs> I hope my mic picked her up. Uh, but no, it needs to be like at night, like anytime after like 7 p.m., yeah. If you have an air conditioner and it's warm, it needs to be on and cooling yeah. the house. Like, there is no question. Like, I, I'm all about saving the earth and, like, turning it down when you're not there and, 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 like, you name it. Sure, I support it. But, like, while you're sleeping, I like to sleep with my comforters. And, like, <laughs> I don't want to be sweating and, like, doing a sw- slip and slide on my damn mattress because you want to, like, sleep with no covers, sleep naked, and then, like, in a sweat lodge. Like, no thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that's a microaggression. I didn't mean sweat lodge. Like, a freaking sauna. Um, like, no, not cool. Um, exactly. It's hot. <laughs> it's, like, just – it's it's that simple. It's just, like, if you have an air conditioner, and I get, like, I'm very privileged to have an air conditioner, but, like, freaking use it. Turn it on, <laughs> embrace it for the night, and then turn it off when you get up. Don't make me walk into your house in the middle of winter or in the, like, especially in the middle of winter, in a tank top and shorts and flip-flops because you've got the damn heat on 40 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we have Birkenstocks oh, at our front door God. all year round. Oh my God. You can wear Birkenstocks with socks in the winter. <laughs> that was definitely, the thermostat thing was definitely a thing at the hub. I feel like people were changing it four to five times a okay day. but brian what about what if the house has really poor circulation Yo, and then who wins the person at the top 100 <laughs> percent, and like that might be being biased because i lived in a house that had poor circulation and like needed to sleep at night but <laughs> you can this is my theory about winter in general but also just being cold is you can never bundle too much like you can always put yeah. on more layers or like better layers to get warmer, yeah. but you can only take off so much to get cool. So whoever is at the highest point in the house or the high, like the top level, <laughs> they get to control the thermostat for the air conditioning. Or That's the fair. It wasn't even that though. Like, like Ben and I shared a hallway, like maybe 10 feet away from each other. <laughs> no, but because you were like, front of house versus back of house, it was very totally different. It was different. ridiculous. Yeah. No, there's no way. I would sleep with two comforters and then sleep with the door open. <laughs> I was so Are you afraid hot. of the dark? Yeah, that's oh why. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a controversial thing. Like I, I've had many roommates who don't agree, but that that would be my stance is it's got to be like pretty chilly for you to be able to go to bed. <laughs> and it's also, you have better health effects. Like science rules, it proves that. If it's cool when you sleep, you burn more calories, but you also enter a deeper sleep. Fact. Lay it on you. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, but not if it's too cold. Which part? Which part are you refuting of my claims? Well, I just spent five days sleeping in the woods 
where it dropped down to six degrees, or I think two degrees on one night, I didn't have the proper sleeping bag. Freaking <laughs> yeah. cold. Couldn't yeah, fall asleep. You, no calories you, burned there. No, you oh, burned yeah. so many cows because your body's shivering to try to warm yourself up instead of staying at a consistent temperature. You're burning a hell of a lot of cows. I don't know. I would, I would say science. your body's trying to conserve energy. Cutting season, man. <laughs> Cutting season. Brandon, what's your pet peeve? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably the probably the dishes thing, but we never really had a dishes problem. Um, oh, when the internet's terrible, mm. I'm not a huge fan of that. But that doesn't really have anything to do with the roommates. <laughs> I guess if you're at the hub and you're trying to watch a Leafs game. You can't have people on their phones. That's part of the, that's part of the deal. That was a written rule in that house. So, like, you know, if I was trying to watch a stream of basketball game, you know, if Christina gets bored and tries to go on Instagram. Yeah, I get pretty upset about that. But yeah, uh, use your damn data. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I can't. Can't think of anything. Yeah, all good. Crazy. What about shoveling the driveway? Anything like that? I love shoveling the driveway. <laughs> Just let the record show. Well, I mean, like, it's great when when everybody shovels. <laughs> but I mean, like, I just feel bad for Ben because. He was doing it all the time. I was not. I would say it was an even split. Cut that part. Ben, Cut that would, part. Ben, you would get up at like... This is like roommate confessions. Like we should ben rename this podcast. Like, ben would get up at like roommate 5 in the morning. by Graham and Brad. <laughs> ben would get up at like 5 in the morning when no one was awake and go and shovel. Go back to bed and then get up again mm-hmm. at 7 to shovel the rest of the snow. Like, oh, you're a machine, man. You're so diligent. Yeah. He's a dad. Like, keep going. Keep describing me. This is good. <laughs> Honestly, like he's greatest... gonna link us to his Tinder profile if he has. Ben, it. like that's <laughs> that's why that's why that's why living with Ben was so easy, and that's why I was able to do it for four years because like such a great roommate, clean. Because he did everything for you. Cut the grass. Yeah. Oh yeah, like he did everything for me. Never complained about having nice. to do everything by himself. I think Are he you, enjoyed like, everything? it. Everything. Everything. Ben is mm-hmm. Ben is the whole package. Everything. Everything. That is the whole package. Okay, puppy. <laughs> Get some. Um, Great work, Ben. Yeah, my head is huge right now. Hopefully, there's no cockroaches around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> All right, take it away, Brandon. Yeah, we're really happy that both Ben and Christina were able to join us on the podcast for a conversation on on housing and all that's glory um yeah as always if you have any well hold on ben do you have any uh any last any last remarks christina any last remarks that you want to share just happy to be here <laughs> yeah honestly it's it's a blast it's, it's been a blast being on here it's uh i'm really loving and correct me if i'm wrong but you guys now have downloadable content correct we do. we do yeah so we're, yeah. we're now officially on itunes stitcher um almost anywhere you get your podcast you can get us and and download us yeah. which is which so is like, huge I, yeah i can listen to you guys on the subway now like <laughs> on the go it's fantastic thanks for that great plug <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh christina do you think your do you think your friends would 
would appreciate the horror stories <laughs> that we shared today. This is a goodie. I think, you know. Yeah, we're going to shout out to Christina's friends real quick. Um, and this is for all you people who are listening and maybe only listening to part. And hopefully you get to this point. We'll start the next podcast off with this. But if you have new ideas, you want to give us ideas of what to talk about. You let us know. We talk about anything inter- interesting here. So apparently Christine and her friends were talking some smack about us. Uh, we tried to liven up tonight. Hopefully we met their their expectations or at least they're getting close. Um, but feedback's always welcome and to- topic suggestions are always welcome. So hit us up. Yeah, if you're looking to get in touch, always able to get in touch through email at thatsointerestingpod at gmail.com. And we got Facebook and Instagram at TSI Podcast. You can hit us up there. Yeah, been a blast. I'm happy you guys were able to join us, share some stories. Hopefully nobody's feelings got hurt. And uh, yeah, get out there and play, kids.